0: This is The Decode, where your host, Jace Bennett, takes the biggest success stories and deconstructs them down to their core elements
1: so that you can use them to construct your own success. Success. Welcome back to The Decode. This is Jace Bennett. And I have, once again, Mr. Jay Young here with me. Jay, we've got some to talk about today. We are going to now It's been, we actually were supposed to talk about this last night when we ended the last podcast. But then we ended up talking for like 12 hours at the table, in the pool, in the hot tub, in the pool again, in the hot tub, on lawn chairs, at the front door. (laughs) And now we're going to do the podcast on nothing that we spoke about yesterday. (laughs) So let's, for anybody else listening, If you want to know more about Jay, you need to go back to the last episode where he worked for the Fortune 1 company. And at the very end of the episode, we talked about all of the success, the way you can get your products created in such a way that retailers will want them and that you can be successful inside a retailer. Now, all of that success was going through until you got called in. And then, all of a sudden, they... Oh my mic just went up really high. Then all of a sudden you were you found yourself walking out on a Friday afternoon with a box of your stuff from your desk and they laid you off with another 6000 other people. Is this correct? Is this am I
0: Yeah, I mean in the short in the, short, the, short yeah. Super
1: short nuts. We the went into details version. in the left time. Last right, last right. episode, if you want the details, you should want the details, go into that episode. But where we're starting this one off is walking out of a building on a Friday with a box of your stuff, going, "Holy crap! What it's, am I going to do?" It's not
0: a good feeling. And, I, and I can't
1: even imagine. I've never had a job, so you know. I actually don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in this day and age, where we're past Corona, um, I can relate. I can relate. It's a it when you're not expecting it, and especially when you you have the confidence of um, you know, your managers, your mentors, things like that. Uh, it becomes unexpected. It's a very sinking feeling. Um, and that trickles down where, you know, how do you tell your wife? You know, how do you bring it home? Right.
1: Um, because did you have any inclination of this before that Friday? No, no not at really? all. Really? Yeah, not at
0: all. Not, we, oh, yeah.
1: Because you said your manager, your director, everyone said
0: you were safe. Right. We, we knew, so, we knew that every single year, And I I want to believe that this happens to most big companies is, you know, they, they have to sweat the details to, um, to basically get a good, uh, end of the year fiscal call. Right. Right. With all their shareholders. Yep. And so they, they need to go all the details and make sure all the numbers look correct. And unfortunately, you know, HR is literally the biggest money hole. Right. Absolutely. So. Typically, in, in years past, they've always let supporting roles out. You know, a lot of right. the IT guys, the contractors. You know, they'll go back and figure out, hey, which, which contractors do we do we really need, and which which, which are essential. Um, I I never thought, you know, at that time for a million years that it would hit uh, what we call the core of the business. Right. So.
1: So there you were. There I am. And if I can ask, when you were walking out there. What was your first thought or action, whichever one you want to go over—thought or action—when you're walking out to your car, you had that box. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Do I call my wife right now? Is it? Do I call a customer and start something new? Was it? What? What happened in that moment?
0: Uh, there was a little bit of shock in there, I can't and even then imagine. you know you go through the five stages of grief, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I called my wife at at the time, and um. Basically said, hey, uh, I, I lost my job. And she said, do you want me to come home? I said, yeah, I, you know, maybe we should talk about this. <laughs> um, and then as I was driving home, it became um, sort of a, um, an anger, if you will. Right. It was like, why me? You know, you start, I guess for anyone who's ever had a, a bad breakup. Yeah. You know, when you had your time and, and effort invested into a relationship. Just to have it cut from under you. Right. Um, It's sort of the same thing. And so, you know, for me, it was do I let this define who I am? Yep. And I guess, you know, the ultimate uh, decision I made was, you know, we need to look at the total, what the future is going to lie. Right. At the time, I was 26, 27.
1: Were you an entrepreneur? Were you, would you have considered yourself an entrepreneur at that point? Or were you looking to keep on climbing that ladder and or other companies like it and keep doing the same thing that you were doing?
0: No, I, I was a corporate guy. Yeah.
1: You
0: okay. know, I, I had the button-down shirt, the pants, and my cubicle. Yep. And
1: And now you have an extra button undone right now with no shoes on. So this is a good thing. I think I think there's a good a story. Thing. In between then and now, there's that's what we want to uncover. So you went home, you chatted with your wife the next morning. What did you do?
0: Well, the next morning it was, you know, hey, let me get out to the headhunters. I mean, that's sort of the, you know, the rote thing to do, right? Like, right. You got to find another job. Yeah. Um, and I realized, you know, in a town of 40,000 people,
1: with 6,000 people laid 6, off, 6,000
0: people gone.
1: Did you remember that movie, Dick and Jane? Fun with D- or, it was Dick, it was Jim Carrey and Tay Leone. And the Enron thing, it goes out of business. Ten thousand people are out of work, and he keeps going. And it's like the whole rat race of everyone trying to shuffle to the next one and shuffle. Oh, it's and, madness! And run against each other, and dress better than the next guy. And so you oh, didn't yeah. want to participate in that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you go and get, you go to Starbucks, and it's just full of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we know that there's only a limited amount of jobs, and that that at that time. Working from home and working remote really wasn't wasn't a thing yet. No, it really was. It was just really a a tech thing. The guys in Silicon Valley was those were for them,
1: right? Everyone always told me that, like, so you're a stay at home dad. I'm like, my phone is my office, right? What do you mean? Well, Richie Norton really is. My phone is my office. I am my laptop and my phone are my office because I need my laptop for the stuff I do.
0: Um, Mine's my cell service. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Okay, keep going. So, yeah, I mean, we, we sat there and pondered and, and, um, uh, my wife at the time, she, she lived, her family was in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is it, you know, call it what you want. This is an opportunity you've been wanting to go be, go back with family. Here it is. And I went back a week later to grab my things. I, I had more things there. Yeah. Cause they, they, they lay you off on a Friday.
1: <laughs> so it's closed the next day when you're For good enraged. Purpose. Correct. Correct.
0: And anytime you see more police officers staffed, you know it's not just one person. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> you rough. Know, cause, so rough. Yeah. It, you never know. It, it, it puts people in no a, a different mindset.
1: right? What debts and obligations those other people had. Sure. I mean, if they weren't planning on this happening.
0: There, there was a guy that I later found out. He was 60 years old. He was five years away from retirement. Oh, my gosh. Just bought... A house, his dream house. He had a daughter in college, gone. Oh my gosh. No lo- and he and he had been working for the company for 35 years.
1: Oh, infuriating. So job security isn't a thing. Let's go back to that one. So you moved to Vegas. Had you found what you were going to do next? Had you been talking to people?
0: Well, no, so, so let me back up here. Because this is, this is really that opportunity that kind of okay, jumpstarted me. I, I was still looking, right? Yes. Do I go to PetSmart? Do I go to Amazon? Um, Target? You know, I had some friends that left and went to Target. So I I was trying to find the next lateral move that made sense within the industry. Mm -hmm. And as I was taking my second box out, I look over and there were guys unloading surfboards out of a van. And you're in a landlocked state. right? The closest ocean is thousands of miles away. Yep. That has to be, you know, you you turn your attention to it and you say, hey, I just got off the island in Hawaii just a few years ago. What are you guys doing here? And I realized that was the brand that we all learned how to surf on. Yep. It was one of the most popular brands um, in Hawaii. Everyone
1: Um, made fun of it, but everyone rode them. Yeah. Right? Like we all made, oh, that's the, but you're like, yeah, but I own four. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> right that was yeah, that's absolutely what it was. and i mean it changed the face of the surfing industry totally uh because they made that uh that item surf a surfboard into something that is entry level that everyone could get into right. you don't have to have long blonde hair right you don't fish, have to know the day. lingo and exactly and to the or the com- yeah and, and yeah. be totally embedded in the community um it was it was super cool that even kelly slater yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Kelly Slater was riding pipe with, pipe that. with it was, that. It was it was all and then over. Jamie
1: O'Brien grabbed his Oh my gosh. heated pipe, heated back doors. He was doing crazy stuff on them.
0: That's when it blew up. hmm When you can take a hundred dollar surfboard to a sport that traditionally has boards, you know, well yep. into a couple hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, but
1: pipe, all those places, a longboard that can handle that, those were a thousand bucks plus. Oh yeah. For a longboard that you could go and take out there. Oh yeah. It was. Oh, um yeah. Amazing. Okay, so you start talking with them. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I digress. No, no, yeah, no so, that was me too. So, so we, so I met them, and they said, "Listen, we've been trying to get into Sam's Club for for five years now with no luck." Wow. And I said, "How can that be? You guys are the most world-renowned soft top surfboard in the world. Um, it's been validated by you know surf magazines and all this stuff." And they said, "We just we've been we've been coming after the buyer." She kept saying no. We can't get a meeting, and it's costing us a lot of money. I said, "Well, check this out. My uh, my old neighbor down the street. He's he's he works at Sam's Club, and he's one of the buyers. Maybe I can set you up." They said we would love that. And then they said, "Um, what are you doing with your box of stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, and I said, "Well, you know, because my my name tag's hanging out of the box, so you know it wasn't just an right. office move. It was right." Yeah, and uh, I said, "Well, I I just lost my job." They said, um, "Well, how much do you want to make, and do you want to be a consultant?"
1: You're like, "Yes, and yes."
0: I mean, it, it was it. I I will say that part of it was luck. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, I and I I want to believe that there's a lot of successes in the world, regardless of who you are and what your background is. That there is some volume of luck, but. The caveat is is if you recognize that luck yep. and that opportunity to take it yep. and run with it.
1: And I think recognizing opportunity because I have a lot of friends and a lot of acquaintances. And I'm just gonna stop it there. See, I have a lot of friends and acquaintances. Just <laughs> kidding. I have a lot of friends and acquaintances that have had those moments and not recognized them. Yeah. And so luck, yes, but I I truly believe it's what you do with it. Right. There's all these things when the when the student's ready, the teacher arrives, all that kind of stuff, right? Sure, sure. But you had a feeling to go and just say something to them, start a conversation, which is much more than a lot of other people in that time and place would have done. They'd have had their box, they'd have been pissed, walking out of their grumbling, and just going straight to their car.
0: Well, and imagine a lot of your listeners too would, would be someone in the same boat where you had something to destruct. Sort of their yeah, their flow right? right. I mean the flow that the rat race of life that we become uh, more or less just content with yeah you know yeah. So some something I feel like a lot of these entrepreneurs out there something happens says you know what I'm sick and counting beans yeah you know? I'm done being a CPA like like our friends yesterday that we had over right you know yep and and they started a a. Killer barbecue sauce brand,
1: and they're in almost hundred stores all over the U.S. now. And it's a couple that was like, you know what, I'm just so tired of going to work and coming home. And she's like, I like barbecuing, and yeah. they crushed it. Food Network shows and million plus something followers on Facebook, and they're they're everywhere now. And you
0: know, and the beauty of that is, is now is a time easier than ever to do that. Yes. However, we have had the least amount. Statistically, the least amount of entrepreneurs starting up businesses, I mean, it's worse than when, I think uh, the statistics said like when Richard Nixon was the president.
1: Wow, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, took, if you took the numbers, I want to say it was like a business weekly report. And they said, you know, in this day and age where it's, they have so many resources, it's so easy to start a business um, and it's not being utilized
1: right well you came in and you saw me sitting in that chair that you're in now with my laptop open and i turned the screen over to you and said hey new.com launching on saturday i love it totally different product something that we we put a and it, this business that we're launching will launch for less than 2500 bucks and it will make probably 50000 bucks its first month and a half
0: on an estimate right right yeah
1: and that's that's I'm not saying being conservative. That's totally doable. Sure. It, it will do that. And it's just, it's the idea and the execution and seeing that. So let's, you talked with them. They said, how much, what do you want to do? Consultant time. And did you say, did you state well, what you wanted right then? Or yeah, how, yeah. how did so, it progress? So it,
0: I mean, that, that conversation, to be honest, was in the parking lot for about an hour. Yes. They, were, they almost missed their meeting. Because they said, you know, oh my sc- screw it. I mean, we've been doing this for you yeah. know, five, six years talking to you. You know, if we miss our meeting, yeah. I mean, going into the what's, what's the definition of uh, in, in, insanity? Is, is doing the same, same thing over, thing and, over, over again, and over again and trying for a different ex- exactly a different Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, basically they said, hey, come on in as a consultant. We need to grow our slice of the pie. And I didn't exactly. Totally understand what that meant until they showed me the numbers, and it was like it was. I, I will say I'm not going to divulge a full number, but it was over fifty percent. Wow, was to just one retailer. So, so
1: detrimental reliance is what we'd call that. They, which I had with that same retailer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. had
1: full. I mean, we were we were seventy five percent one retailer.
0: They they in that business. It, it was you know, and in any. I mean, if you're an investor of some type, or if you just have a brain for for investing, you know that's a terrible number. Yeah,
1: horrible. You should. I mean, you shouldn't. You'd hope it wouldn't get over twenty, but don't let it get over thirty. Right. That's. I mean, that that's the numbers that actually Costco makes you sign an agreement when you become a vendor with Costco. Now that they are not more than thirty percent of your revenue.
0: Right. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's they don't want a lawsuit. They cancel you, like, hey, your road suck. You're not making the numbers. You're done. You're like, then I have to shut down. I'm going to sue you for making me shut down. They're like, no, 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 no. They pull out the little piece of paper and go, because of this, you're toast. Right. And anyways, yeah. So- I never filled out that paper with them, though.
0: You know, <laughs> I think they change their forms, honestly, like every other year. <laughs> I believe
1: any any employee shift, they change their forms. Yeah. So- now you met with them. You became a consultant. I want to know from then to the new business model you have now, because when you were consulting them, you were it was just more of the same. You just didn't have anybody above you.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would just you know we would just kind of get together and they, and they show me the numbers and say, hey, what do you think? And uh, I would give them my two cents. In fact, you know, the, I when I left when I got. Uh, made redundant. Yeah. Gosh. You, you lose a lot of your self esteem, right? Absolutely. It's, ju- it's just like breaking up with, with, you know, with a relationship. Yes. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Is there something inadequate that they saw that right. uh, you know, against the other thousands of people that are still there? Yep. Um, so you kind of lose a little bit of self confidence. You know what, what was really surprising to me was I actually got uh, hit up by consulting firms and they said, you just left. We know that this, there's a big mass exodus. There's a lot of now information yeah. that was behind the brick wall that is now out in now the now can open. come out. Oh my gosh. We want to pick everyone's brains, Yep, find out what's I not hate in the cannibals. NDAs. I hate cannibals. Uh, Do you know that's my it,
1: least favorite thing? Hey, I get messages <laughs> daily. Hey, can I pick your brain? It's like, can I take you out to lunch and pick your brain? I'm like, I want to be facetious about it. I'm like, you want to eat my brain for lunch, <laughs> right? And I've said that to I a couple it. guys and yeah, they're yeah. like, what do you mean? I'm like, so I've been working for... I mean, for me, I started my, my first entrepreneurial venture that was actually profitable when I was in fourth grade, right? Awesome. I was going down to Tijuana buying pencils for 10 cents a piece with really bad looking NFL logos and NBA and MLB logos on them. And then I was selling them for 25 cents, which is what the vending machine in the library was selling them for but they were just yellow number twos. And I was selling these logoed up pencils that I bought in Tijuana wow. in my elementary school. So I, I you, have would a- you,
0: Would you go down to Tijuana yeah, by yourself? Yeah, no,
1: no. <laughs> I should, man. That'd be, now there's a story. My dad, he, it was just a fun thing we did as a family. We'd go down to Tijuana and it ended up, we moved from LA to Salt Lake City when I was in junior high and, or right at the beginning. And when I was in junior high, we ended up going back down to San Diego a couple times He's like, dad, let's go down to Tijuana. And he's like, what are you going to do? Buy more pencils? And I was like, no, but something. So That's I ended hilarious. up buying all these uh, knockoff Oakley glasses and stuff. Oh, yeah. But I popped the O's off and I was like, I don't want to cheat. These are cool glasses. I can sell for fifteen bucks.
0: So I bought them for like
1: five bucks a pair, and I'd sell them for fifteen bucks.
0: Hey, you were already in the national trade business. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I, I was it.
1: smuggling glasses, and pencils, and chiclets over the
0: border. That's awesome. See, I I grew up in Tampa, Florida, and so you know, unless you were the only things that were coming across uh, unchecked, uh, you know, from from the border were were pretty much coke. A
1: lot, a lot more interesting <laughs> substances than pencils and sunglasses.
0: Yeah. But yeah. so
1: you started. All that information is available, and that's what I thought when you left. I went, "Oh my goodness! I wonder what your agreements are, and what you're allowed to say and not allowed to say." Did did you have to sign
0: NDAs? I had, yep. right? I had to sign NDAs because I had access to Everything. proprietary information. Absolutely. Very. You know, the uh, there was a case actually. They kept it really hush hush. About a year before I left, um, a guy criminally got indicted because he was selling. Um, you know, information, internal information to, to vendors.
1: Wow.
0: He, I think he was doing, he was doing a mean, stint for five or six years. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. They gosh. went after him. So oh, that's crazy. So they, they, they take it seriously. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's, there's a case right now. All these makeup companies are up in arms because of the Kardashians and their makeup line and everything that's going on there. And this other company is buying their makeup lines just so they can find out the secrets that this other makeup company that was making their makeup has oh, my. and so now that company is suing the new company saying you can't you can't learn, you can't find out, you can't anything and all these things now they're in this big legal battle back and forth because IP is everything once you start getting into the into this world well, information and, and, if,
0: and if you don't have a big army of lawyers behind you, it just it makes it yeah, more attractive for these smaller guys to just yep. pick you off, right? Yep. So,
1: you started consulting them. Was it okay? This is all I'm going to do, or how? What was your growth? I don't want to well, sound cliche, but growth strategy was it? I'm satisfied with this. Let's just keep rolling with this. Was it like? Of how course How many not. of these people yeah. can I?
0: Well, the thing is, I knew that the information I had is going to age. Yeah. And at some point, that value of information is going to depreciate. Right. When I first came out, I mean, I was offered. You know what? I I got a phone call from Bain Capital one day. Yeah. I said, hey, we have a client that we're uh, consulting for. Um, You are directly involved in that business. Um, Can you please answer some questions? You know, we understand you have an NDA. But, you know, just a roundabout, can you talk about it? Um, And I said, sure. And they said, "Um, what do you charge an hour?
1: One million (laughs) dollars.
0: Well, well, I just threw an arbitrary number because, you know, it's like, I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm just getting you know, getting the pink slips and, and whatever. And yeah, it'd be nice to get some gas money and maybe a little bit of extra just to kind of stick it in their face, you know, a little bit for let, let me go. Right. Um, I said, how about $450 an hour? They said, okay, I'll oh, see you next week. yeah. <laughs> so so that was a big booster. And you realize like, wow, the information that I have, yeah, it, there's a value to it.
1: I'm more valuable behind the outside of the curtain than I was behind the curtain.
0: Absolutely. There, there's a value to so. You know, I tell people and I tell my clients that, you know, there are things that you know enough of that, that can make you dangerous. Absolutely. You know, make you very dangerous in, in a sense of doing business very, very well um, and not being taken advantage of. So...
1: I helped multiple companies get into Costco after I left and quit working with Costco. And I didn't have anything proprietary. And so, but I helped a bunch of friends, and I had a bunch of friends that were trying to get into Costco. Right. After I looked at their numbers, went through their stuff, I said, You will lose everything if you go into Costco. Sure. (laughs) I said, Your plan, your marketing, your product, don't, don't, don't. They thought I was being a jerk, but then they looked at their numbers differently, and two of them actually stayed away from it. And so I truly feel I helped them, and it wasn't a crabs in the bucket, and I'm just trying to peel them down. But looking at their product, their numbers, it was a drone company. And they wanted to sell all these other people's drones through Costco. And I was like, no, no, no. Costco's going to get DJI products in here soon. They're going to get all these other products in here soon. You're going to get all this money, buy all this inventory, have a warehouse, employees, and then they're going to strike a deal with DJI and you're toast. And they will do it. Right. You're being a consultant. You have yeah. tons of valuable information. You're consulting this one company. Did you start consulting some of those other people like the, the Bain Capital? Did you actually... You did that for them, right? That four fifty. Yeah, no, no.
0: We uh, we we did it for. Uh, we I did it for a little bit, and um, I you know again, you have to think a few steps ahead, right? You can't sit on that. Hey, I'm charged four hundred fifty dollars for every call I get for the next. You know, that's not a sustainable right line of work, because uh, the information you have that they're paying top dollar for will get old, right? So, you start to think, well, what else do I have in line, and that's when, you know, when we when I went to my first client, so to speak, um, they they said, uh, you know, we, we want to grow the pie, but we don't have enough people to grow it. You know what you're doing. We don't have the the budgets to hire teams of people. Right. You know these these big companies that you know like uh, Hasbro, Mattel, and you know Nike and stuff like that. They've got teams of people, right, that can that can help facilitate and manage all the different accounts. I mean, you go to Costco. Um, you'll find, uh, f- you know, Fila, Nike, there's there's a group of people that get paid to facilitate that transaction right. and that deal, right? Um, and a lot of these other companies, they might do some things really, really well, but they don't have a quarter of a million dollars extra a year to right. dump into HR because you've got to hire a team of people. Yeah. So, you know, it was sort of a joint idea that took me out of the consultant role and into a, Broker role, cool. Um, and and a broker, which basically it's a fancy term for for a sales rep. Yeah. Um, because we do a lot more than just rep the product. Right. You know, we manage the account. It's like a national accounts, right? We manage the national accounts. Um, but brokering the deal, uh, I always have to make it very clear to my clients. I we don't put capital into your inventory. Yeah. Meaning, we don't buy it from you, own it, and then sell it out to somebody else. Right. No, no, no. You, know? you
1: you keep what you've got. We will broker the deal and then you deliver it to Correct.
0: Correct. We we the we customer. are exactly. You know, and, and I get I get questions all the time uh from from people, hey, you know, you if you're the middle guy, can't can't they just go direct um to to the retailer? Yeah. And yes and no Right. But it's a very complicated mm-hmm. path to get there.
1: And that's actually what I tell. So, in manufacturing with product, people go, well, just just hook me up with the manufacturer and I'll do it. I said, you don't speak their language. They're like, Well, neither do you. I'm like, no, no, I'm not saying you don't speak Chinese or Thai or... right. I, I'm not saying... Right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't speak the language of the manufacturer. This is... Something's been going on in Alibaba and global sources for the last probably five, no, 10 years now. You used to be able to get the manufacturers on Alibaba, right? Right. You'd look through, there'd be a manufacturer, you'd email them back and forth, you could get a sample fairly quickly, it was great. Now, it's only trade companies because all the factories backed off. Maybe not all, most because now they have these trade companies because the factor is like, I do not want to deal with Joe American that is...
0: You got to filter all of this, right. all of the noise out. Right? So now
1: they are so happy to let the trade companies do it because they're going to charge the same trade companies bumping up the price. And so that's where my company product, I was like, I am so sick of these trade companies. So I'm going to start my own trade company. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we will cut through all those trade companies and actually find the factories. We will go, one of the best things they do in China, right? Is you go there and you go, is this your factory? They go, yes, our factory. You go, oh, where's your desk? I want to see your name tag. <laughs> Tiffin and I do it all the time. Yeah. Where's your name tag? Oh, because they'll have a desk. They'll be a trade company employee. They know the factory. The factory people know them. They give tours to clients all the time. The other employees don't say a thing, but you ask them for their desk. They don't have one. Yeah, it's like they don't going, have a
0: it, It's like borrowing the friend of a friend that yep. has a giant mansion yep. to impress a girl, right? Yep.
1: Oh, we had the best story ever at this skate factory. And with this girl, she's in a beamer. She's dressed super fancy. It's her dad's factory. The whole story takes us out to this elaborate meal. It was great. We toured the factory. And on the way out, she sees another beamer pull up. She's like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So I had to tie my shoe. I wanted to know who's coming in the other beamer. So she's literally trying to like lift me and my big old butt up. She's to get She's me in the sweating car. through her makeup. Oh, dude, she's dying. It was amazing. And this girl that looks identical to her gets out of another beamer. Come on. I'm like, what is going on right now? It was her sister. This is her sister's factory, but she's trying to prove to her dad that she can... I actually got it out of her. She was teary-eyed in the car because her sister reamed her. It was crazy. Wow! And she's like, no, I'm, she's the productive sister. She's the good sister. So, I started a trade company so I could start bringing people in. She won't allow me to come here. So, I knew she was out at lunch. So, I tried to bring you here then. So, will you still please order from me? And I said, no.
0: You know, no. I mean, you should tell her you're in the wrong business. Yeah. You're, you're good at... At certain things. You're good at hustling. Yeah. But you're in the wrong business. Yeah. You know? So man. It was uh, crazy. It was crazy. Anyway, so
1: you're brokering these deals. Now, it was just the one customer plus a few consulting gigs? Or did you start a plan to grab more customers?
0: No. uh, So it it started with one customer. And uh, we started, you know, and and there was a time where the... The actual consultant calls would start to dry up. Yeah, because I'd be on their list for a while, and and all their whoever clients, you know, like Ernst and Young, and, and then McKenzie. there was a new
1: redundancy. There was a yeah, new, yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's sort of like hey, like you're you're basically yeah, we've got information out of you. It's yeah. all logged down. Yep. You know what else is next? Yep. Um, and because you're not like a a, a vice president of you know some major corporation or director level. Um, you know, that's it. Your yep. your knowledge Thank goes you. that we far. We paid you, and yep. we've moved on. Yep. But but that kind of spearheaded into this whole other realm because, you know, at my last job, there were people who just were the button pushers. They they come in every day, they do what they're supposed to do. Um, they just kind of stuck to their own uh, cubicle, so to yeah. speak. Uh, you know, you could there are every job. Um, and I'm sure your listeners can understand. Like every job, there are those guys who just say, if, if my they, job they is come, to they push do, this button yep. every single day for 40 years, get a pension, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And that's it. They they work those five days to yep. live for the other two. Yep, Right? Um, and so for me, I was genuinely intrigued by how the whole process works. Yeah. So it's like, why are you buying this? And why am... I can go on and on about the different stories, but one of them was we actually had to, um, I guess we, we got two 747s out of China because they couldn't get the specific toy that everyone wanted. It was a hot item Right to the States in time for holiday.
1: Oh, here comes the Furby.
0: Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was 98, but yeah, they tried to make a comeback. Um, this was actually the... Uh, the Laugh and Learn Puppy uh, mm. by Fisher Price. it it, w- it came out, it's been out for a long time, but this one year, Fisher Price came to us and said, Hey, we you know, we, we actually go out to all the vendors and say, What's your big bet this year? Right. You know, what what's your item as a toy company that you're willing to throw all the weight behind? Because then it gets them to do the homework to yep. find out all the trends and all this other stuff. Right. Uh, which is actually pretty smart. Yeah. So
1: Getting everyone else to do your
0: work for you is always smart, right? That was my smartly delegating to put yourself in a position yep. to make uh, Tom to make Sawyer choices, yeah. man
1: and Huck fit. Like, yeah, that made a huge thing. Wait a second, he got everybody to paint that fence for him. That's amazing. <laughs> I want people
0: to paint my fence for me. <laughs> right. I mean, and you know, so so goes down and down and down. You right. know. Um, anyway, we we ended up losing a ton of money on that right we had to but the bet was we're gonna sell a million units yeah a million of these units in like four months um these and you're going up against everything you know everything else in in, on the shelf so we had to get those in uh we lost a lot of money on it but it didn't affect the the total uh bottom line dollar because they came in and bought other stuff that was that was the thing So now, wait a second. You did this for Fisher Price. I did this for my company. Got it. Okay. We worked with Fisher, Fisher Price, Price to get it. Fisher Price for out. your company right. and said, got it into the stores. There we, we go. We got these planes. Yeah. Your trucks better meet us at the tarmac. Right. <laughs> Twelve thirty at night in Hangar Thirteen. Right. Yeah. You know, and you better load this stuff on because that plane's taking off. Yeah. So, um, long story short, I was really intrigued by that whole process, the decision makings in that, the rationale. And it just kept going beyond that. Why, you know, we had a packaging team. You know, a whole team. That's all they do is right. look at brand packaging, the gloss, yeah, and the matted, They're, you know, matte material fit, on yeah. you know, on the box and and the, uh, the the try me buttons and things like that. You know, there's you know, imagine just being paid to do that. Um
1: Well, somebody at Walmart got it wrong recently. They had uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. And you had to rub between her chest. I took I did a Instagram story about this. Rub her chest back and forth on that star, but it was it's a small action figure. Right. And people have bigger thumbs than that. And through the packaging. <laughs> and then she said something that could be taken as inappropriate. And it was so funny. I, I showed it to my wife. I said, Honey, look at this. The try me button is you rub her chest. She's like, What? And I rubbed it, and then the quote was like so inappropriate for rubbing somebody else's chest it was amazing i was it's like it's going to be a
0: marvelous day today oh man i was like
1: i was like this is a packaging fail
0: that was amazing you know there's a lot of those stories yeah um you know toy toy manufacturers they do recalls all the time yep whether if it's safety or it could be misconstrued you know especially we live in this this PC culture these days that that sense is is Oh, high, it's it's you know it's
1: crazy. Can you imagine? Did you watch The Office? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the Michael Scott quotes nowadays?
0: It, you know that's why he can't. He they've been asking him if he would come back and do the show, and he said no because it wouldn't work in today's culture. It would not work anymore. Yeah, it wouldn't. Um, but that's but that's important for your listeners too because you have to be cognizant about that.
1: Absolutely. That's for our YouTube channel. That is my. I, I cut some of our videos. I cut our scenes. I cut a lot of stuff because I'm like, you know what? Now looking and listening it from this angle, that's not going to work. And I, I will get rid of stuff very, very often because in the innocence of my kids and my wife and some of the stuff they say, they don't, they don't think that that could be taken the wrong way because they don't think that way. Right. And I'm like, I'm but like even, oh, okay. And then I just text the editor,
0: hey, man, cut this. But, but even as business owners, though. You know, absolutely they they're they're pulling guys you know in their high school days doing blackface yeah and they're losing their they're losing their jobs over yep yep and so you know if your, if your idea of your product is is tied to you as an individual um that that is at risk absolutely and that's, they don't they don't talk about that
1: it's nike took a huge hit everybody that was associated with tiger woods oh took yeah. such a huge hit and that's where especially with my skate company. I remember a conversation my partner and I were having. We said, you know what? We're not going to sponsor people. We're going to sponsor a lifestyle. We're going to sponsor the Hawaiian Islands. That's what we're going to use. That's where we're from. That's where I started making them in my garage. That's the reason I made them. That's what we're going to sponsor instead of people because people are fallible. People will fail. And if you put your money behind a person, if and when, right? Tiger Woods, he was the most squeaky clean guy you would have thought with how everything was going sure, and up yeah. until that moment, right? He's this smiling, he happy he golfer, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, in business, it's the people you put your money behind. It can definitely a business partner, anything people cancel culture right now loves canceling anything they can.
0: Well, I mean, it's the whole, if we don't take action now, who will, right? Yeah. I, I I get it. I get it. But at the same time, you know, as a, you have to do what you need to do to protect yourself. Yeah. So, you know, scrub, times, scrub your tweets. I mean, I, yeah. I don't really have a Twitter account because of that. I do. Um,
1: I do. And I have a really old Twitter account. My Twitter. So, Sports. when I started it, I said, okay, if I can sell 100 boards via Twitter, then I can sell 100,000 via anything. And I sold 100 boards just from
0: Twitter. Wow. That's all I did. Twitter. It, it's, a, it's a powerful tool if you can use it right. Yep. Yep. Very powerful tool. So. so
1: did you use any social media when you grew away from your stuff? I don't think you would have. You wouldn't have needed it, right? Or was it no, a link, no. LinkedIn, LinkedIn that, play? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, LinkedIn for sure. Um, you know, for me, I was a lot more organic. I'm, I'm one of those old school guys that uh, I, I actually, a lot of my contacts, a lot of my um, network and, and clients have come from um, friends of friends, trade yeah. shows. yeah. You know, people recognize fan me of trade at trade shows. shows Did so. you
1: go to a hardware show too? Yeah, yeah. I was at a yeah, hardware show as a YouTuber. So My wife and I have a training course on how to do brand deals. And I said, you guys, don't show up at any trade show all of your other people show up at. Don't go to VidCon. Don't go to those <laughs> because every YouTuber is there. Sure. Go to the hardware show. Go to OR. Right. Go to OR is a little bit more frequented, but go to the places where the other people like you are not. But a place that you have value. Right. And so you go into those trade shows, that's massive value.
0: You have to find the right ones. Absolutely. Right. There are a lot of trade shows out there.
1: Not anymore. Just are- kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I believe that they'll come back. I do too. Um, I absolutely if do. If they'll find a way to do it, you yeah. know, it, it'd be kind of cool if it was sort of like a virtual. I don't know or how R's they're going to do it. Oars
1: doing virtual right now. Surf Expo is doing virtual right now. CES just came out and said we are not. We will hold CES January, and it will not be virtual. We will take the necessary steps. Yeah, but
0: with CES, I mean, how can you not? I mean, it's like two million square feet of just. It's so overwhelming. It's insane. It is massive. Yeah, it? and yeah, if anyone is ever interested in going to trade shows, you know, like make sure that um, you go in there with a goal.
1: Can an entrepreneur build their business
0: via a trade show?
1: Absolutely, I because think so. it's for me because it's face to face. People value the face to face, and that's where the people are.
0: Well, it, it's it's the one time when I go to trade shows and look for potential new trendy items or or yeah. you know businesses to pick up. I, I go in there looking at how it's presented, you know, and oftentimes it's the the business owner or the idea man, the inventor, or you know, whoever that's behind it at the show. Yeah. I want to meet that person. Absolutely. I want to see what they're like. Yep. Because if, if I'm going to throw my name around in the ring, and it sounds a little pretentious, but it's like, hey, if you're going to hang with my boys, yeah, I got to see if you're legit. Yep. Right?
1: I need to shake you. I really do. Most Anybody that I've ever done a large business deal with, I have had to shake their hand. Sure. I will fly anywhere in the world to make sure... I can use my own little gift of discernment that I use. When I meet people, I get a feeling.
0: Well, you know, and four out of five, four out of five of these guys are actually really awesome. Yes. Most people are very down to earth. Occasionally you get the one offs that, that really think their poop doesn't stink, you know? And I've had those, Uh,
1: I've met those people. The same person multiple times though in different areas though. It's really interesting how those people get
0: around. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you you're you're dealing with their ego. Right? Yeah. Right. Yep. And um and so yes. So that's that is also another thing too, is when you're when you're going out there to build this, there is a right amount of pride and ego that you should have for your product. Because yep. you should be proud of your idea. Yes. You should be proud of your product. Uh, but you also need to be in some ways um mentorable. Yeah. You know, because yep. uh, again, you're especially
1: deal- if you want them to help.
0: Right. I mean, they well, have to see a place where they can bring value as well. You're dealing with a very closed community. And, and so, if, if you get more or less, metaphorically speaking, like blacklisted, it, it goes around. Yeah. I, I had someone that I knew wasn't my client, but they had said something offensive um, to a female buyer. And she, oh, you know, she, you, so you, you can't, I mean, in the business world, I can't just say, I'm going to cancel you because I, I hate your guts. They have to right. find a way yeah. to to come up with that. And trust me, they'll find ways, they'll yeah. find reasons to to get you off the shelf. Yep. Um, And that person could not get another meeting within that organization for the next five years. I
1: believe it. Even within the same industry, man, I... I, one person in the skate industry didn't like me and I'd never even met them, but they didn't like me because I didn't come from the skate industry and I couldn't get a meeting with any retailer for years. Wow. Any retailer on the island of Hawaii, because this one person was like, no, 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 no. It's some, it's some white dude on the North shore. Don't, nobody carry it's him. some It's some dad. Yeah. Right. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. My wife, kids, everyone, all of our employees, everybody that I work with, they're all Hawaiian. Your company is literally called Local Motion. And the guy oh, said yeah. to me on the phone, he said, he said hey, buddy, you know what? We don't hire no locals. And I was like, so you're just Motion? And he said, what? <laughs> and I said, the name of your company is literally Local Motion. It's the motion of the local. It's what the locals are doing. It's what's hip. It's what's and yet you refuse to do business with any of them? I said, oh man, me and nobody else in my circle from the North Shore of Oahu is ever going to come to your So We're going to go to HIC. We're going to go to all these other places because, dude, you're ridiculous. Yeah. And I had so many surfer friends like, oh yeah, man, I'm not going to buy boards there anymore. They lost so much money off that one comment from me because, really? That's crazy. Local company that would not... Anyways, I digress. It's... Business world is here's the tip, you have got to be good to other humans. Yeah, if I, you're not go and push that button and stay in your lane and do your own thing, because if you can't be good to other people, it comes around, and nobody will be good to you.
0: You know, relation. It's still a very relationship based game. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's part of the this the the salesman part of it, and uh, you know a lot of people that I meet they. Um, they're great inventors. They just have a really hard time selling.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's where like in the e-myth, right? Right, right. You've got the entrepreneur, you've got the technician, you've got the manager. It's probably entrepreneur, manager, technician, but the technician needs to get a manager. And that manager to have anything to work on in the future (laughs) needs to have an entrepreneur. And so that's where a lot of people, that earlier comment I made about when somebody says, Oh, well, you can do this so well, just do it yourself. I, I watched somebody at I think it was the hardware show, um, was pitching this company saying, Hey man, you know, here's my thing, here's my thing. And the owner of the company, he didn't know it, he didn't read the badge, I guess. The guy was saying, Hey, so here's what I'm gonna do with this, this, that. And the owner said, Well, what if you did this? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna do this because of this, this. this, 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 this. And he kept interrupting this owner. He's like, Well, if you could no, 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 but. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? And the owner said, you know what? You will do just fine without our company because obviously you already have it all figured out. (laughs) The guy wasn't humble enough to listen or observant enough to see. Right. And so that guy, he's a technician that's very entrepreneurial, but he doesn't have that manager to come in and go, hey, wait, 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 wait. Let me manage this for you. Let me get some new relationships. Let me set up some new systems, all these other things. So- Let's move, let's move into this a little bit. We keep on getting close to it. Consulting going away. You had one client. Did you bring in new people? You, you, you were saying I, and then you started saying we. When you said the, yeah. the surfboards was I, and then all of a sudden the airplanes is we. Yeah. Where, what was this transition between surfboards to airplanes filled with toys?
0: So, well, the, the airplane part, that, was, that wasn't my old job. Okay. Um, so that was a we. That was a we. But I do okay. have a we. Okay. I, I do have a team. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody on the other side of the mic does, though. <laughs> so so essentially, you, you, when you start meeting people, you, you want to be curious. And that's where you really have to listen. Yeah. Because there, are, you, know, you have to be open to the fact that, yeah, other people might have a better idea uh, than you do. Yep. You know, Hence um, the
1: team at all these big organizations, because they need multiple... They need multiple people looking over this because one person will mess it up.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and that's happened before where we've had uh, instances with clients like, hey, you know, I prefer to work with you guys. You guys are, are way easier to work with than and the last counterpart, uh, not knowing that it's essentially the same product, the same organization, right? right? So, um, it does happen. And uh, anyway, so I, I managed to, long story short, I was able to get um, two partners of mine um, one of them's based in Seattle and, and she does mostly hardware. And cool. um, the other one's based in Boston and he does mostly toys and, and apparel. Um, we found a way to we were at the same spot where I was in sporting goods and camping and outdoor. And, you know, I, even though my background was And is this because
1: toys, you chose that? Because your yeah, background yeah. was uh, toys.
0: Right, right. So, you know, my background was toys. I went into that because the it was very similar. The the behaviors of that industry are quite similar to the toy industry. Cool. Trend driven seasonality um it's it is a very very small industry. The outdoor community is a very small yes. industry. Yes. So everybody knows everybody. Uh products are, you know, every all it's not um uncommon to, you know, have a beer with like your competition. You know, like yeah. the, the guy who's competing against you at trade shows sometimes you meet up and you, you 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 talk about you know trends and things like that so i guess where i'm trying to get to that is be nice yeah <laughs> be yeah. nice and listen because you'll get very yeah, yeah. far yeah and and i learned that um through that we were able to build a vast network of contacts you know if i had someone who shows me a little uh cool widget for a pocket knife i said well you know, maybe this might work at ace hardware yeah. Where, where do you want this? You know, I I always ask my clients, what your what is your company goal and where do you see yourself? I'm not going to take you there. You know, we want to help you get there. We're just a vehicle, right? Um, and and you need to come up with that on your own.
1: See, and that's where my company product, your company, they they mesh so well together because I have these. A lot of times, it's social media influencers or podcasters, right? It's authors. These people that they have an idea for a physical product, they find product, we start helping them make that. And then sometimes we've brought you in a little bit early <laughs> when they haven't been ready. But your opinion, your insight has actually changed how they made their product or how they packaged it so that then it could go with one, which one of them is working on right now, right? The one that's in Adorama, SwitchPod, Adrama right. B&H. and h yeah. yeah. Um, possibly at another place that I'm not going to mention because I don't know if it's done yet or not, but huge.
0: We're working collect, on it. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So
1: your insight helped SwitchPod change some of the packaging, change some of the other things. Other people, they would love to talk to you that work with me right now. They ain't ready. Yeah. I, there's no way I'm giving them to you until I can see that they can sell half a million dollars worth of their product on their own.
0: Well, and, and that's you know, the further I got into this process, the the more that I had to be, um, you know, as a business owner myself, I had to, I had to make sure that what I was doing was, was offering the best value to potential clients. Yes. Right. Yep. So I'm not going to take someone that will, you know, Hey, I just came up with this idea. It's selling out of my garage right now. Um, I came up with it six months ago. Can you, can you take me up to, uh, to Target.
1: So, like how I got into Costco. <laughs> 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 the worst. I really, I really wish J Sports would have taken another year or two to get into Costco.
0: Because you'd need to dial it in. I, I truly
1: wish it would have been a little bit longer. I didn't know that. And I would have punched anyone in the face that told me, no, 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 wait another year or two. I'm like, shut up. You have no idea. But I really, now looking back, really.
0: You we know, it, and that's the thing is is in this game that we play, there is a lot of like face value, and what's actually going on internally yep. is totally different, yep, right? Yep. Um, you know, on the outside it may look like, hey, we scored all these different you know contracts with and programs with different retailers, um, but financially they might be down the tubes.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: you know, for that, I I typically if they if they trust me to get in get get into this business you know i turn around and say hey let let's talk internally what is your strategy what do you look yeah. like you know financially like does it are you are you just borrowing capital to feed this beast or yeah. are you are you self sufficient so you ask and sweat the details yep um, which is why
1: they need you which is why i love i love what your entrepreneurial venture your business has actually done because what it's done is You've been able to find a place where you're needed. You've inserted yourself. And now I have these people that I'm helping make products. You now can take the ones I've sifted through, the ones that actually can, and you've taken them to that next level, which is getting them into these major retailers and these other places. And none of this, neither one of our businesses existed, what, six years ago?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Neither one, because I started product in 2015.
0: Well, and that's you know that's where we become like a well. You take the best of of both worlds. We're not. I mean, we are a service-based company, but we have, um, you know, hard goods tied to that. Right. Right. So, so
1: how much? Whatever number you can share with dollar amount, units sold, how many units you've gotten into stores. How how big have you been able to grow what you've done? Meaning, you don't have to give anything you don't want to give away, but from you walking out of a store with a box in your hands, looking at some guys with surfboards saying, hey, to now, what, what, what does it look like now? Is it you helped a couple people? Is it tens of millions of dollars that you've been able to facilitate <laughs> yeah. selling into retail? Is it, what's how has how that gone? Well, I love the pause, actually. Yeah, because you, you, re- you,
0: really you really have to think about you know, how do you measure that success, right? Right. From a portfolio standpoint, portfolio meaning everything that comes through our business, right? um, We're gonna surpass fifty-five million this year.
1: Amazing! That's amazing! Oh my god!
0: Fifty-five million dollars this year in in sales, Um, and that's honestly a drop in a bucket because it, you know. But, but From it's the $8 all $8
1: billion dollar checkbook. You right, had, right. The so, one.
0: exactly. So, $8 billion, you know, um, $760 million of of that $8 billion of which I directly had uh, direct involvement with, um, to, to north of, of, of $50 million, $55 million. Um, it, it's, it's less when you look at the grand scheme of things, but the rewards of that, it's way more. Right.
1: Way more. Exact. Because now you're in charge. Just like I told you.
0: I'm, I'm not working 60 hour weeks.
1: No. See, and that's that's what my conversation with my parents in law was nobody will ever fire me. Well, wh- what are you going to do if? I said there's no if because I will just work harder than what needs to be done until I don't and then I can work smarter, <laughs> not harder and keep things going. And so that's what that's what I love about what you've done because I met you when I was down there in Bentonville at that's headquarters right. and right I didn't have product yet
0: well we were we were at different phases of our life completely
1: different (laughs) phases of our life and yet here we are working together crushing it in doing amazing things for other people because right now you have humans that are coming to you instead of just corporations you're taking these people that are starting these small businesses and blowing them up which is actually helping jobs it's helping so many other things
0: gotta tell you a secret yeah so we just launched our own brand this yes. year.
1: Yeah.
0: See? So we're we're moving to the next phase. I love that. That's so we're we're moving to the next phase of of once we know the system and know the game very, very well. Why would you
1: not insert your own? Sure. That's with Product. We we just on Saturday are launching we, we've done a few others, but they were just one offs. This is a major brand that we're launching on Saturday. That you saw the URL, and we are going to go crazy with that, and it won't take that much work because we know exactly what we're doing, <laughs> right? Right? It's the Stant Socks team. I forget the business what it was called before. No, 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 it was before Skull Candy, but he started Skull Candy in his garage in Park City, and then well, that's the headphone company, right? Yes, yeah. he built Skull Candy up so big that he sold it out, and then when it sold, he took his team and said, "Okay, what's another everyday item?" that we can make sexy and go bananas. They wrote down a bunch of different items. They came up with socks. Come on. Okay, let's dump the money. Let's start Stance Socks. Yeah. Stance got all huge, got their million dollar MBA deal, first company to do that. And then, huh, what else could we do? They're like, well, let's do underwear. Then they all transitioned into their underwear company. And anyways, once you know how to do it and you have a system, you can literally plug anything into it and make it work.
0: And the, just to add to that is have an exit plan.
1: Yes. Nobody does.
0: No, no one ever talks about it,
1: it. That's the mom and pop That's the mom and pop shop mentality. That's the, I'm going to give my kids the farm right. mentality, which is an amazing mentality in the right situation. That could
0: be an exit plan if that was your original idea. Right.
1: The, give it to the children. Right. But nowadays, I, I can't start a business that I don't have a way to sell. Sure. I can't. I had a video store for seven years. I really thought I could sell it. I couldn't sell it. So I the, shut it down. Uh,
0: the the, the old, video rental? Yeah, yeah. Ohana yeah. Video, baby. Yeah. yeah.
1: Good old yeah, Hawaii, man. And then a scrapbooking company. But that industry changed. So I couldn't sell it. So I shut it down. And we actually got out positive because we sold all the inventory. But anyway, so where I'm going at with this is you went from there, a conversation in a parking lot plus. A ton of work on your end, a ton of organization, a ton of blood, sweat, and tears. But because you were willing to open your mouth in that parking lot, it gave you a trajectory. It gave you where you could go with it instead of... I, I don't know. I don't know where you well, would have gone with yeah, it. Well, the other thing is... Other than that.
0: Well, yeah. You really have to... Li- you, you listen, right? You listen and you capture everything that that is that will add value to you. Yeah. Um, you don't have to regurgitate that necessarily, but you know, you pick I I decided to go back into the outdoor industry because primarily because of surfing. I, I loved living in Hawaii. Yeah. When when we lived in Arkansas, we I wanted to to find a way to somehow get back into that industry because right. it was, I mean it was cool, it was my kind of vibe. So
1: that's where the blessing of there being a surfboard company in the parking lot to motivate you to start that conversation. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, it was something that
0: was like, hey, you know, for some people, it might be archery or baseball or whatever yeah. it might be, you know. Um, but, you know, everybody has a passion and, you know, they, they always try to make, everyone says, hey, you know, turn your work and it must be passionate. Um, there's a fine line between when that passion then, re- you know, um, rescinds into work yeah and i i do see that yeah you know where where people have lost that passion and say i don't want to i don't want to do this anymore um you know i'm not going to name the bodyboard company but you know i was they were one of my clients and he was a he was a pro bodyboarder and he created his own company did yep. really well we worked together on several uh several projects over the years and then one day he just came in and he says you know jay i i I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to take off and just go back and just enjoy the beach with my kids and my wife. Yep. I said, but bro, you're 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 killing it. You yeah. Know, you're 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 bringing in, you know, x amount of dollars a year. You've got all these endorsements. You're doing well. And he says, yeah, but it doesn't mean anything, right? Because it's it's gonna take me back to where I wanted to get away from before. Yep. So you really have to have. I mean, it's all about checking in with yourself every so often if you don't it'll and just kind of let it run free you know you're you're going to find uh yourself in places that you don't want to be in right so so and here here's what i've gotten from this this
1: chat that we've had it's if you want to get something new you've got to talk to people right and be nice You've got to be talk nice. to people and be yeah. nice, right? If if we look at all of this, any of these opportunities come... So I cannot go anywhere without... I literally have a radar on and I look for people that I want to talk to and I'll come up with something funny that I think that we can have a rapport, whether it's their t-shirt, a scarf, sunglasses, whatever. And I think this is partially because of Costco because I stood there for seven years <laughs> training people how to strike up conversations yeah, yeah, with people. yeah. And so, I do it everywhere I go now. I can't stand at a grocery store line without talking to somebody, but it has led to some of the biggest opportunities in my life.
0: But you got to be genuine too.
1: Absolutely. Because I really, they have a Black Sabbath shirt on. I'm going to mention
0: it. Like, dude, Black Sabbath, no
1: way, man. That's cool. So, I was a drummer for like 10 years when I was a kid and I was hardcore and I can go into that kind of stuff. And because I genuinely love people, I can start these conversations and be genuine about it. But my kids get crazy about it because they go, dad, you know, everyone like it's because I talk to everyone and then I I try to remember them, which is how I know or hope that I'm being genuine because I can actually remember their name later. If I see them again, I can at least pull out the story we talked about. But in, in wrapping up, I think listening to your story and going over what you've gone through, it's it's not you don't have to become an entrepreneur to start a business. right? You don't. Everyone thinks that. Right now, it's a really cliche thing that you have to become an entrepreneur. Become an entrepreneur. Are you an entrepreneur? No, but if you have a strategic skill set and skills that go around that, you can start a business off that and find all the information all over the internet on how to organize it, grow it, and turn it into something.
0: Well, and, and the other thing is, is recognize what your needs are, where yeah. you're weak on. Yeah. You know, and I know there's a lot of, there's probably some listeners that, uh, you know, they're, they're thinking, well, I'm not, I'm not the salesy type. I'm not an, I'm not an extrovert. Right. And, and I know lots of successful business owners that aren't. Um, So, you know, look up a podcast, how to become more happy and extroverted, right? Like, but <laughs> well, you, you, you gotta can, but you can, willing. you can find, yeah, but you can find partnerships or you can yes. find, you know, uh, the everyone has we're inherently i think it's a human thing to find relationships yes so regardless if you know take a look at a relationship between you know uh gosh you know your friends your spouse your parents your kids and and you could dig deep and analyze that and and kind of reflect how does that work um in the business world because you can make it work. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times there's a whole cliche like, hey, how are you how the say hi to your wife for me, say, you know, hi yeah. to your kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of actually works. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it really.
1: And I actually somebody the other day said that to me. And so when I went to say it back, they said it very offhanded, just like normal, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah say hey to Rach for me. I'm like, hey man, how's your wife been since? And I mentioned an occurrence that had happened to her. She had a sickness. And I said, How, how's she been since that? And he paused. He went, oh man, she's actually doing really good. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a human element. And it's just, if you can take the time to actually enjoy other people right. and care, right. you will be the person that everyone's like, wow, you know everybody. Wow, you have tons of opportunities because everybody loves sharing with the people that they love being around. Sure, people first. If you're a downer, nobody's going to be like, you know what? You should go get Don Downer and start a business with him. He's really lame to be around.
0: Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen people lose their accounts.
1: There's, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And so, um, man, I wish we could talk for hours, but let's, we'll, we'll do another one in like a month or two. I, we've got tons of subjects here. We can, we can be, go over. Yeah, I'll be around. Yeah, especially you around. and I. So I hope anybody who's listening in this, where this story I wanted to get from was that in the parking lot moment, starting a conversation launches a huge business that is actually helping tons and tons of people out. And don't shy away from those conversations. And don't shy away from the opportunities those conversations lead
0: to. You, you can do it. Don't feel, you know, don't feel bad about it. You know, I'll, I'll just come out and say it, okay? Everybody knows at this point, I used to work for Walmart and left. Yep. And um, this year, we, we, we are launching a product at Walmart. <laughs> so it's a great story. I've always promised myself, I said, if I ever step my foot back in those double doors that I left, I'm going to come back with a better story. Yes. That's it. That's, That's it. amazing. That's it. If, if, if people left with that mentality, not necessarily in the retail world, but in just in any job, if you, if you don't have to go back in, but leave with a better story and have a goal to have a better story than yep. when you left. Yep. Um, you know. So for anyone listening... Uh, we are in select Walmart's um, our, our brand is called <laughs> Blue Tide B L O O T I D E we cool. don't have a, we don't have a website because we're you know we're just streamlining the process go straight to the retailer cool uh, we could talk more about that but um, i'm going to look
1: that up now yep, you just we drop do, that on
0: we, me. we do we do a 40 inch bodyboard um, a kickboard and a skimboard right now so
1: what we've got epic skimboarding places around here my boys can definitely rep that
0: there That'd be go. awesome. Yeah, more to follow. So okay. excited to see where this goes.
1: Jay, love it, man. Okay, we'll chat Thanks for soon. having me. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you soon.
0: All right, take care. Bye.
1: This is The Decode, where your host, Jace Bennett, takes the biggest success stories and deconstructs them down to their core elements so that you can use them to construct your own success. success.